0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2069. Are you feeling lucky? The Two Schools of Retirement Income, part one, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of caniretireyet.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I have a bit of a longer post, so I'll read the first half today and then finish the rest for you tomorrow. So with that, let's dive into part one and start optimizing your life. Are You Feeling Lucky? The Two Schools of Retirement Income, Part 1, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. Are you feeling lucky? That's how the debate between the two schools of retirement income often shapes up. Do you keep your retirement assets in the stock market, where you'll have more flexibility and better odds for long-term financial growth, along with a chance of failure? Or do you go the safe, secure route and annuitize your assets, for a reliable, though possibly mediocre, retirement paycheck? Even if you don't want to take sides in this debate, it's helpful to understand it. These two schools and the retirement income strategies that belong to each define your options for retirement income. Just don't believe that you're required to choose one or the other. The reality is that you will probably need to mix the two philosophies in the right proportions for your personal situation. Let's begin with some definitions. Probability versus safety. The probability-based retirement income philosophy generally involves managing an investment portfolio using some type of withdrawal strategy. It could be a fixed safe withdrawal rate or a variable withdrawal rate. The advantages of this approach are its flexibility and its potential upside. Your capital remains under your control at all times you don't hand it over to someone else to manage. And the odds are in your favor over the long-term. As a chart from JP Morgan shows, the average long-term return on stocks has been more than 10%. And in the last 60 plus years, the stock market has never gone for any 20-year period without delivering at least 6% profit annualized. The disadvantages of this school are significant as well. Most serious but least understood is sequence of returns risk. Because you aren't simply managing a static portfolio, but must also withdraw to live off of it, you're subject to a special mathematics of loss. I'll explain this in more detail here, but essentially you must pay the mathematical piper in the form of reduced performance. The next disadvantage is that by relying on a lump sum portfolio for an indefinite period, your lifespan, you're taking on longevity risk. The longer you live, the greater the chance that you'll run out of money, regardless of market returns. Finally, if you're managing the money yourself, then cognitive decline could affect your ability to manage your own financial affairs. By contrast, the safety first retirement income philosophy generally involves purchasing an annuity or bond ladder to lock in retirement income. The advantages are security and predictability. You might sleep easier at night knowing you aren't subject to stock market volatility, at least if you have confidence in insurance company and bond ratings, and your available retirement spending will be known and fixed in advance. You won't need to adjust your lifestyle unexpectedly based on future market moves. But the disadvantages of this school are significant as well. For me, the single point of failure looms large. Rather than piggybacking on the self-interest of thousands of companies in the broad stock market, you're trusting a single insurance company to look after your interests for decades. Financial planner and commenter Michael Kitches points out that insurance companies do fail and even AAA-rated bonds have measurable default rates. On the other hand, financial planner and researcher Joe Tomlinson makes a strong case that insurers, at least the big top-rated ones, have the financial strength and actuarial prowess to avoid serious problems. He finds only a few cases in history where annuity owners have been shortchanged. Inflation protection is another question mark hanging over the safety-first approach. It's either unavailable or very expensive. So just how secure and predictable is your fixed income stream? Add to these negatives the lack of flexibility in managing your money and no possibility of an upside. You can't generally tap annuitized assets for emergency or legacy purposes. And if has always been the case, the stock market outperforms other assets over the course of your retirement. You'll have to watch that party from the sidelines. Two styles of planning. Choosing between the probability-based and safety-first styles of generating retirement income is not just an investing decision. It also leads to two different analyses of retirement expenses and two different styles of financial planning. In the probability-based philosophy, you or a financial planner lump all of your expenses together, essential and discretionary, then compute the probability of meeting them over the course of your retirement using your portfolio of assets. Failure is defined as running out of money before running out of life a failure probability in the neighborhood of 10% is often considered acceptable. That's one chance in 10. So failure is entirely possible, in theory, with this approach. Some people are uncomfortable with that. None of us would get on an airplane with those kind of odds. But in reality, complete financial failure is unlikely if the analysis shows a relatively low probability. Why? because most sensible people are going to modify their lifestyle if the numbers start heading in the wrong direction. So the failure rate associated with a probability-based analysis is more a metric for the likelihood and severity of having to adjust your lifestyle than it is a prediction for the odds of eating cat food later in retirement. In the safety-first philosophy, you or a financial planner match guaranteed income to essential expenses. So if you have non-discretionary expenses that aren't covered by a pension or social security, you purchase an annuity or possibly a bond ladder to cover that need. In theory, assuming you have enough assets, failure is impossible with a safety-first approach. That's because you've assigned guaranteed income sources for all your needs. In reality, there are holes. Those needs won't be fully met unless that income is inflation-adjusted which can be difficult to achieve in today's world. And your banking that your insurer and its guarantee association, if any, will remain solvent for decades. The most important distinction, risk management. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Are You Feeling Lucky? The Two Schools of Retirement Income I think Daryl really hit the nail on the head when he mentioned that your best bet is likely a combination of the two philosophies, safety first and probability based. This article reminds me of a conversation that I had with my friend and CFP, Mark Troutman, who talked about how an annuity bought at the appropriate time plus social security can provide a nice safe floor of income and you can use the probability based strategy for discretionary income needs. My understanding is that this is much more about managing cognitive decline as you age than any worries about running out of money. If I was seriously considering an annuity, I would talk to a flat fee fiduciary who doesn't sell annuities and who could advise me on how they might fit into my overall plan. However, an explain like I'm five definition of an annuity is a fixed sum of money paid to someone each year, typically for the rest of their life. By this definition, social security and pensions are annuities. Annuities are insurance products with contracts issued by life insurance companies. So it's more of a risk transfer strategy than it is an investment. And many people don't consider it an investment because when you buy an annuity, you immediately turn over 100% of your principal to purchase upfront the right to collect an amount of income from the insurance company for the rest of your life. From what I can see, annuities are pretty complex, but there are certain situations where they appear to be beneficial. Annuity products fit well into a plan where the retiree's savings aren't sufficient to weather market volatility and meet basic living expenses simultaneously. So they may be most appropriate for people who are worried that they could live longer than their money will last. There are many different types of annuities and riders that can be added for additional costs to customize them. Because it's an insurance product that is often layered with complexity and fees, annuities are often criticized for the high commission sellers of annuities receive. So if you're curious about annuities, it could be worth your time to consult with a flat fee advisor. That should do it for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.